Hey, what is up, gang? This is Tim again for Arkham's Kids, and uh, I am doing a little bit of a throwback here. So after finishing the circle and done, I have decided we're going to go back to the roots of where Arkham Horror kind of began, and it began with with Lord of the Rings. And considering with FFG announcing that Lord of the Rings is going to give it a swan song that it's going to finish out sometime next year, uh, people are kind of scrambling to get the packs together and stuff like that. And I have quite a few of the packs and some of the deluxe expansions. Not everything, because uh, I haven't been as diligent, you know, picking up stuff. But I do have a pretty robust collection of these cards. And I do like playing it because some of it's the simplicity, save for the deck building, which I'll get into in a second. But uh, I, I do like bringing this out, and uh, it, it's just easier to contain. It, it's got, like, these little pods that you throw the cards together, and then uh, the scenario cards uh, tell you how to set it up and what's your objective. And then you got to go through all the scenario cards to, to eventually win the game. And uh, you have four different classes. You have leadership, uh, lore, spirit, and tactics. And uh, you're, you're allowed to pick three heroes. And some of them are very, uh, very, very strong. Some of them are, are kind of situational, kind of ha have a two-blocks field. And some of them are very, very low, such as hobbits that uh, can uh, negate and, you know, slip underneath uh, Mordor's, uh, or, uh, Mordor's reach. So um, what I've done is I've put together a deck, and this is a monosphere deck, and even before I go any further, I cannot talk through it and give the rules justice of what FFG did. So if you look at my show notes, I have uh, attached the playlist for FFG's Lord of the Rings, and it gives you a walk, a visual walkthrough. So uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna pause right there and let you watch it. You can stop now. Watch those five videos. Okay, now come back. So I built a monosphere deck. So I have Eowyn, who's part of Spirit, Theodred, part of Leadership, and Bervor, part of uh, Lore. And we're going to play through the first scenario from the core box, and it is Passage Through Mirkwood. And on top of that, too, I have made it on easy mode. So what easy mode is, is uh, some of the cards are have a gold highlight in some of the encounter cards and then you're supposed to remove them uh, from putting the deck together. Also each uh, hero starts with one additional resource so at the start of the game um, they'll have one and then at the very beginning of the first turn they'll have another one so each hero will have two resources to play around with. So I'm just going to go for the story mode that, and before we'll do anything harder. Yes I do have the nightmare decks so if you really I really want to give myself a royal beatdown in solo mode? Absolutely, I sure can do it. But uh, we're going to go with easy. And then uh, we're going to go through and what it is about. So the game overview is just this. Lord of the Rings, a card game, is a game of heroes, perilous journeys, and adventures set in the land described in the epic fantasy masterpiece created by J.R.R. Tolkien, The Lord of the Rings. During this game, players assume the role of a party of heroes who are attempting to complete dangerous quests. These quests occurred during the time span of 17 years, from when Bilbo celebrated his 111th birthday and Frodo celebrated his 33rd birthday. Today is just prior to Frodo leaving the Shire. 
Instead of directly retelling the classic stories that have previously been narrated, this game will provide players with a variety of elements, characters, settings, enemies, events, items, artifacts, and scenarios that allow them to embark upon new adventures and share new experience with the beloved Lord of the Rings characters and settings during this period of the Middle-Earth story. Lord of the Rings, a card game, is a cooperative game which players work together to complete a scenario. During each game, the players attempt to overcome particular encounters, enemies, and challenges of a scenario, against which they either win or lose together. The Lord of the Rings card game can be played solo or as a two-player game using only the contents of a core set. Up to four players can play cooperatively with a second copy of the core set. So I'm going to stop right there. If you bought a core set, you're not going to get everything because they had the same rigmarole as Arkham Horror did where they just give you one of everything for the player cards. Uh, so you would have to go out and force out to, to maximize your deck building uh, progress. You're going to have to buy another core set. It is set up the same way like this. that, that the, They kind of have a, a like, like a triage where you get three of the commons, two of them, uh, two of a particular card, well, I would call them an uncommon, and then they have rares, which you only get one of. So if you really want a full play set, and then for you to build a deck, it has to be at least 50 cards. And you can have no more than three, unless the card states otherwise. So, you gotta buy three core sets. Kinda sucks. But, uh, I actually, for the longest time, played with two core sets, and this seems to be really, really good really didn't need to go out for three but then my buddies threw two more core sets at me and they didn't care so we had a four-player game experience and they just want me to run through the scenarios which i did we had a great time but uh just to let you know yes they do that and now when marvel superheroes comes out yes that will all change and uh you will actually have your own play set and you don't have to worry about any of the silly malarkiness that that's going on so but uh that is what lord of the rings is and uh, the round is broken up into seven phases. You have a resource phase, a planning phase, a quest phase, a travel phase, an encounter phase, a combat phase, and then finally a refresh phase. Uh, I will go through that very, very briefly uh, as a turn sequence. But uh, uh, just to let you know, a lot of this stuff, again, is, can be covered in with the, the YouTube uh, Fantasy Flight uh, how to play uh, videos that's out there on YouTube. So, I am doing the passage through Mirkwood. It is set as uh, difficulty level 1. So, the bigger the number, the harder it is to beat. This one is set at the easiest. Yes, there is no zeros. It's 1 is the lowest you could possibly go. Mirkwood has long been a dangerous place. And recently, one of the king's Thranduil's patrols has uncovered a discouraging sign of gathering menace in the vicinity of Dol Guldur. The party of heroes controlled by the players has been assembled to carry a message through Mirkwood, down the Anduin, and eventually to Lorien to warn Lady Galadriel of the imminent danger. So I have it all set up uh, with uh, the very first scenario, and it is 1A for the passage through Mirkwood, and it's called Flies and Spiders. You are traveling through Mirkwood Force, carrying an urgent message from King Thandril to Lady Galadriel's of Lorien. As you move along the dark trail, spiders gather around you. And then during my setup, I search for an encounter deck for one copy of a forest spider and one copy of the old forest road and then add them to the staging area. And then shuffle the encounter deck. Um, So the old forest road has uh, one of... uh, Oh, what's that symbol? The symbol escapes me. What is the symbol? 
I would like to say it's burden, but that's not it. Let me uh, let me figure out what that is real quick. And they shrunk down the rule book here. So when you actually buy the course set now, you might see two different versions. They're identically the same. So don't worry about that. So, oh, oh, it's a threat strength. There we go. So threat strength one, in order for me to remove the old forest road, I have to quest successfully and have three counters on it. So I'll read all the fluff text in that as we go along. And on top of that, too, in the old forest road, uh, there is a forest spider. The forest spider, it will engage with me if my threat value is 25 or larger. Uh, threat strength is two. Uh, two fighting, one defense, four wounds. And he gets a plus one fight until the end of the round when it engages a player. So he hits just a little bit harder. So my heroes, I have Barivor. Um, she has two willpower, two fighting, two defense, four wounds. Starts at, 10 th- um, at the threat value. Uh, she's a Dundane and a ranger. And exa- as an action, I can exhaust her to choose a player, and then that player draws two cards. Uh, Theodred, who belongs to the leadership uh, class, uh, has starts with eight threat, one willpower, two fighting, one defense, and four wounds before the hero drops. And he's noble, plays with Rohan and warrior. Response after Theodred commits to a quest, choose a hero committed to that quest and add one recess to that hero's resource pool. And then finally, I got from the spirit class, Eowyn, she's a noble, Rohan, she is nine threat, four willpower, she is the questing championess. That's all she does. That is her main job. Uh, one fighting, one defense, three wounds. As an action, you can discard one card from your hand to give Eowyn plus one willpower until the end of the phase. This effect may be triggered by each player once each round. So, yes, she can pump up and help out others in multiplayer games as well. So, most I can do, though, is pitch it, and then it gives me plus one. So, I'm going to shuffle my cards. And so, my starting threat value is at 27. So, I'm already going to anticipate that Forest Spider is going to come out from the, um, the lane and then... Uh, hit my threat, or not my threat. Uh, think of it like Arkham Horror when a monster engages in the engagement area. So he's just going to sit there and engage me and, and kind of uh, go at it with me with chops. So shuffle my cards. Six cards. I'm going to draw. I have four Gondor, Glaywine, Hanamarath, River Song, a Test of Will, Stand and Fight. And a guard of the Citadel. And I'm like looking around here. I do have allies. Lots and lots and lots of allies that I could play. But I'm trying to think. Honestly, I want to get rid of that Forest Spider quick and fast. And I really didn't have anything uh, with tactics in my deck. Save for one card from the tactic sphere. And those are the guys that, can, that, that hits first, kills things, and asks questions later. Uh, so here's the mulligan bit. It's not like with Arkham Horror where you would just pick any or any amount of cards and then draw back up to it again. It's you would actually have to shuffle your six cards and then uh, back in your deck and then draw another six, kind of like how Magic the Gathering is. So I will. Oh, uh, 
I'm going to be greedy, so I'm going to shuffle this in. I mean, I did have some allies in there to help out, but I'm going to definitely be greedy. Let's try again. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. All right. Guard the Citadel again. Stand and fight. Test of will. Henry River Song. Another Glaywine. Wow. And for Gondor, I drew the exact same six cards. Wow. Okay. Fate is telling me you're just going to play with this. All right. We're going to start with the first turn. Okay. First turn. So we're at the resource phase. Gain resources. All right. So Bear, Bear, Theodred, Neowin each gets one, and they both have two apiece. And I get to draw a card, and it is another River Song. All right, we'll go to the planning phase. Now, the planning phase is where you actually get to play any of the cards out. This is where you're going to attach equipment, uh, uh, do attachments, uh, allies, that sort of thing. So I will play... Uh, I drew all... Well, I'll play the two, because I definitely need a blocker. I'll pay two to put out the Guarded Citadel, and I need to have two resources from the leadership, and that's from Theodred, so he'll pay the two, and I bust him out. Uh, cost two to play, one willpower, one fighting, no defense, but two wounds. But the lords of Minius Cherith still fight on, defying our enemies and keeping the passage of the river from Argonath to the sea, Elrond, the Fellowship of the Ring. So... I gotta worry about the spider, but let me uh, flip over the encounter deck to see what I need to do. The nastiest things I saw were the cobwebs. Dense, dark cobwebs with threads extraordinarily thick, often stretched from tree to tree, or tangled in the lower branches on either side of them. There were none stretched across the path, but whether because some magic kept it clear or for what other reason, they could not guess. The Hobbit. In order for me to advance this successfully, I would have to beat the threat value that's out on the board and not engage with me. It's just the threat value that sits out there. And then whatever positive effect I have on it, then I get to put it on the uh, encounter card or the quest card. However, if I fail, um, meaning I'm in the negatives or I don't meet it, uh, then for each one that I, each point that I miss by, I would have to increase my threat value. So two ways of losing this game is by having all your heroes eliminated or your burden goes to 50. Now, there are some scenarios that they will state otherwise, but if they don't state, it's going to be 50. So in either case, I put out the guard of the Citadel, so I do have what I call a chump blocker. I will then play... Uh, I like the River Song, so I'll pay one to bring out Henrith River Song. Uh, one willpower, one biting, uh, one wound. I can exhaust her to look at the top card of the encounter deck, which is huge. So I can plan accordingly. She's also unique, so I can't bust out more than one of those. There, there's like a little unique symbol icon on it. Alrighty, I think I am done playing because I can't put out another one. So we go to the quest phase. I have to commit characters. So I can play any of my actions and before I draw my cards. And a lot of these cards do have actions. So before I commit anything, 
Uh, I'm going to take a good quick look. So I have to beat three to uh, at least fully uh, get past uh, and uh, successfully quest through, uh, through flies and spiders. And I need eight to advance. Alrighty, so before I do anything, let me exhaust the River Song to look at the top card of the Encounter deck. And this happens to be a Forest Spider. It's another spider already. Uh, same stat line. So let's put that back on top. So what can I do to stop that from happening? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot. It's coming. So... Forest Spider has two of the threat strength, so with two spiders, that makes it four, and old Forest Road is five. So what I'll do then is I'm going to have Eowyn commit, and that's already at four, and then I will pitch the River Song uh, for five. So after I'm all said and done, then I do the quest resolution, I'll draw the top card, and then figure everything out. So... And that's five. I didn't get to put anything on there, which is okay. Uh, but I didn't have to increase my uh, threat. So now we are done with the questing phase. Now we go to the traveling phase. The traveling phase, I do have the old forest road. So it's a location. Any locations that fit, sits along the, um, in the questing lane is what I call it. Um, you can travel there uh based on any if there's any responses or reacts or anything to that end so the old forest road does have one it says after you travel to the old forest road first player may choose and ready one character he controls so it's kind of cool however it's like well why don't you just travel that the the big idea is is you want to diminish the threat strength uh on the encounter lane so if you can drop that down, it makes it easier to quest. But if you let a lot of locations and you don't travel to them, bog up, uh, and, and just completely clutter the line, and then you're overburdened, and then you'll hit 50. So that's the whole big reason why you want to do it. So I will travel to the Old Forest Road, and I will ready. Um, I, it's either Eowyn or River Song. So I will do... Uh, I'll do River Song. Well, no, I'll do. Yeah, I could do. I could do River Song. That's good. So I put the old Forest Road, and I put it just below the the questing card. So instead of me, if I successfully quest, instead of me putting towards one of the eight for the flies and spiders, I instead had to put on the old Forest Road. But you said, well, if there's three of them on there, and I hit five, what happens? Well, you put three on the old forest road, and that's satisfied, and it hits a discard pile, and then you have two left, and then it'll splash over to flies and spiders. Here's the one caveat, though. If you splash that over, and then you still have more than enough for flies and spiders, anything else does not carry over. It's just you, you, you lose it. So it, it doesn't carry over to the next uh, staging card for your quest. So only works for locations where locations can splash into it, but anything that's past your encounter or your questing card forget it it's not happening all right so we are done with the traveling and then the encounter phase there's optional engagement optional engagement it means you once per turn can 
uh, nominate a creature out there that has not met the burden number to engage you as required. You can try to pick them off and call them over if you need to. But it doesn't even matter. So now we're going to do the engagement trust. I'm sitting at 27. Both of those spiders are at 25. They both are coming down. So now we go to the combat phase. The combat phase, I'm going to deal some shadow cards. Uh, shadow cards is there's a shadow ability, maybe a shadow ability on, on the encounter cards. Uh, if the, it does say shadow at the bottom, you read whatever the effects are for the shadow card after you declare blockers. So I'm going to have my guard of the citadel block the four spider. And I'm going to have River Song block the other four spider. So we're going to resolve the enemy attack. So right now, we're going to do the Citadel. Uh, two fighting to my two armor. Does not look good. I'm going to flip it over. There is no shadow effect for the Mountains of Mirkwood. So on top of that, too, when he engages a player, it's actually doing three points of damage. So this is one dead guard of the Citadel. So I will discard him. And then River Song. Uh, we'll block again. We're looking at three, three to one. This she only has one wound. Uh, there is another four spider. After the four spider engages a player, well, no way. Shadow defending player must choose and discard one attachment he or she controls. I don't have any of those, so we're good there. However, I do have a dead river song, so she is pitched. Now we have players attack. So any untapped heroes you can gang up posse up and try to beat up a spider uh, and I'm going to look see if there's anything I can do not a whole heck of a lot I can do um, I can with Theodred hit for two and two fighting to one defense on the spider is only one damage on the four spider and I choose not to attack with Barivor. Instead, I'm going to draw two cards instead. Uh, so I drew a sneak attack and a test of will. Wow, this is not going good. Not going good at all. Combat phase is done. Now we go to the refresh phase. We ready all your cards. You increase your threat level by one. So if I'm at 27. I'll go to 28. And pass the first player. Um, if there was more than one player... Um, Whoever the first player was, uh, they get to go first, and it goes in a clockwise position. Instead, it would go to the next player, and you would go back and forth. So uh, don't have to worry about that. So it's always going to be me. All right, so that is the end of the first turn. All right, new round. So resource phase, everyone gets one. So we're at two for Barivor, one for Theodred, and now three for Eowyn. And then I get to draw a card, and it is a Steward of Gondor, which is not too bad. Uh, Steward of Gondor is pretty much a money card. I spend two, and then they get the Gondor trait, and then I can exhaust the Steward of Gondor to add two resources to the attached hero's resource pool. Money generator. That's what that is. So... We are at the planning phase, so I am going to, well, I got some spiders to deal with. Got some big old spiders to deal with. 
Alrighty, so I am going to throw out another character. So Bearvor will spend her two resources to put out Gleowine. He's unique. Cost two to put him out. One willpower. He has no fighting. He has no defense, but he has two wounds. You can exhaust Glowine to choose a player, and that player draws a card. Uh, right now, I think, all intents and purposes, I'm going to use him as a chump blocker. And I think that's all I'm going to put out. I don't have enough to put out the Stuart Condor because I would need two leadership resources, and I only got one at Theodred right now. So let's do uh, the quest. I have nothing in the lane. There is nothing there right now. So Eowyn, I'm just going to tap with Eowyn. She's at four. And do I want to do anything? No, I think I'm going to keep all my cards in my hand just in case. Uh, yep. So it'll be a four to zero. I'm going to flip over the encounter card. And it is driven by shadow. Each enemy in each location currently in the staging area gets plus one threat strength. Until the end of the phase. If no cards are in the staging area, it gains surge. Oh, joy. Draw another one. It's the Great Forest Web. It's a location. To resolve this guy, um, you need to quest successfully twice on it. It's got a threat strength of two. So two to four. Uh, there'll be two successes on the old forest road. So we're done there. Travel phase. You can only travel once, and I did not clear out the old forest road. So it's still in play. So... Uh, nothing going on for travel. The encounter phase, uh, there is nothing to engage. So we're going to go right to the combat phase. And uh, we're going to have to have, do some blocking here. So uh, I'm going to have... Uh, let's see here. What am I going to do? I am going to... Man, there is not a whole... I wish I had more characters, but I just didn't draw it. So... Hmm. I'm trying to think. I could play a stand fight. Uh, it's got the... Uh, stand of fights X when you can choose an ally with a printed cost of X and any player's discard player put that play in put that player in play into your control and I'm probably going to do that so I need some blockers so I'm just going to put out a river song again for one play the stand and fight so she comes into play under my control So, alright, Forest Spider's going to block with River Song. Glue Wine will block with the other spider. So we'll do River Song first. Uh, there is no shadow effect for Black Forest Bats, but it's going to do two to one. So that's, again, dead River Song. Uh, Glea Wine and the spider. So right now, Glea Wine's probably going to die because right now it's two to zero. He's only got two wounds. And it's an enchanted stream, so there is no shadow effect there, but it's enough to kill Glaywine. Man, I need to start getting rid of these spiders. And I shall. Theodred and Bravador will combine together to attack the Busted Up. 
for a spider. It has one defense, but I can lump up all my attack together. So two attack for her, two attack for Theodred, which is four, minus one is three, it's enough to kill the forest spider. <coughs> Smooth, excuse me. So that is it for the combat phase. We're at the refresh phase. Already all my characters, but I'm gonna have to advance the, the uh, threat to 29. That is the end. That's the end for turn two. All right, let's gain some resources. So, one for Barivor puts her at one. Theodred is now at two, and Eowyn's at three. I'll draw my card. It is a Will of the West. I can choose a player, shuffle that player's discard pile back into his or her deck. So, that's great. No, it's not a, you know, an ally, but okay. So, planning phase. Uh, I think I will now play the Steward of Gondor. Uh, pay the two. And I'll attach it to the air grid. And then I can exhaust it to gain two back. So, right now this turn is just for free. And then I'm going to quest with... Uh, I really need to draw cards. So let's tap Barivor. There's no hand limit, so you can have as many cards as you want. So I'm going to choose me and then draw two cards. Hey, I actually have some heroes. I got a Faramir and Miner of the Iron Hills. Excellent. This is what I sorely needed. However, I do need a quest. So let's use Eowyn during the questing phase. Right now it's at 4-2. to two. Uh... Should I do anything else? <coughs> no. I think I'm good. Four to two. Yeah, four to two. Uh, yep, four to two. Uh, Forest Gate. That's another location with the threat strength of two. So, uh... I could discard a card from my hand to give plus one to the end of that phase after I did it, just so I can reduce it. So I will do that, and then I will, right now, Will of the West is not helping me, so I will pitch that to give me a plus one so I can finally get rid of the old forest road. So that can get pitched. All right. Uh, we are now at the travel phase. So, got the Great Forest Web. If I travel there, each player must exhaust a hero he controls to travel there. I don't like that one, so let's not do that one. Forest Gate is four successful uh, questing pips on it. And then after you travel to the Forest Gate, the first player may draw two cards. Uh, yes, I'll go there, so... I'll travel there and draw two cards. And I draw another Steward of Gondor, which is unique. It's another card to pitch out. And then the lore of, I'm going to butcher these names, Imladris. It's a, choose a character to heal all damage from that character for two. That's a lore card. Uh, all right, travel is done. Encounter, there are no enemies on the lane. So we'll go to the combat phase. I'm going to have 
what should I do? I'm going to bust out Faramir with a sneak attack. So, sneak attack for one that I have to use off of Theodred. I could choose an ally card from my plane to my hand and then put it into play. And then at the end of the phase, if that ally's still in play, I can return it to the hand. Bust off Faramir so I have a blocker. Four Spider is going to block Faramir. Now, Faramir normally would cost four, but two willpower, one fighting, two defense, three wounds. I'll put a, a shadow card on the four Spider. He will block. Uh, there is no shadow effect on the Mountains of Mirkwood, so he's going to do two to my defense of two, which is a wash. And I get to attack back. And right now it will be just one point for the Forest Spider. Because two fighting to the Forest Spider is one defense. So just one damage. Faramir has to go back in my hand at the end of that phase. So now we're finally at the refresh phase. I get to untap everything. And then I get to draw. Well, I don't get to draw anything yet. I get to increase my threat. Now I'm at 30. All right, resource time. I'm going to... Gain resource for everyone. So one for Bearvor, one for Theodred, and one for Eowyn. Eowyn's at four, Theodred's at two, Bearvor's at two, and I get to draw a card. Hasty Stroke. I can cancel a shadow effect that was just triggered during combat. All right. So we're at the planning phase. I will tap that Spirit of Gondor and gain two resources. I'll put them at four. And then I will spend the four to actually play Faramir out. Faramir is a tank. So I've actually paid the four for him. He has seven action ability, other than him being an old in Gondor and Ranger. Uh, action, they can exhaust Faramir to choose a player, and each player control that player gets plus one willpower to the end of the phase. So if I have to, have to really, really like bomb rush to, to get through a quest, I can do that. And he's got a healthy stat line too, so I do like him. And of course, he's unique. Alright, so Theory just finished cashing out his chips uh i'm gonna put out another blocker i'm gonna put out a miner of the iron hills it's a dwarf zero willpower one fighting one defense two wounds his little bit of it, when he comes into play i can discard one condition attachment into play uh, right now there are no conditions in play but if some say for instance a spider shoots a web or something like that yeah we can take care of it with that guy if i had it in my hand so uh, that's it for the planning. Let's quest. So Eowyn will go over for four. I am going to then... Four. I'm going to have Barivor go as well. That'll be a six. And then I am going to pitch the Steward of Gondor, unique card, for seven. So seven to two. Flip over my encounter card. It is King Spider. When revealed, each player must choose and exhaust one character he or she controls. All right. Well, Miner of the Iron Hills, you've been exhausted. So four to seven. There is three on the forest gate. 
One, two, three. Not enough to get rid of it. However, I got, I'm going to have a problem. Because the king spider is going to come on down. Now, do I really want to have king spider really tap the miner of the iron hills? No, probably not. So let's pay the one for the chest of the will off of Eowyn. So I have a ready iron miner so I can actually have a blocker to deal with him. So engagement time, I'm not going to make it optional. I'm just going to force it over because he's got a burden of 20 to my 30. So he's coming down. Uh, King Spider and Forest Spider. Let's put some shadow cards on them. And then King Spider will block, be blocked by Faramir. And then the Forest Spider will be blocked by the Miner of the Iron Hills. All right, we'll do the uh, Miner of the Iron Hills. Right now it's at two to one. And it does have a shadow effect. Uh, attacking enemy gets plus one damage, which would be enough to get rid of the Miner. So I am probably going to say cancel the shadow effect by playing Hasty Stroke. So one wound will go on the Miner. Faramir, right now it's a 3 out of 2. He's at a disadvantage. Flip over the card. It's Old Forest Road. Uh, there is no shadow effect there, so he's only going to do 1 damage to Faramir. I only have Theodred out there right now that can do any damage. So he will do it on... I'm only going to do like 1 point of damage. It's going to be... Yep, on the Forest Spider. 2. So he's got two total on there. Halfway there. Man, this is a slog. Alright, refresh. Untap everything. And then I go to uh, 31, Burden. Alrighty, gain some resources. E1 will be at 3, Theodore will be at 1, Barrevoir will be at 3. I'm going to draw a card. It is Glowine. Man, I really need like a Gandalf card right about now. It's not happening. Alright, so planning phase. I will tap the two, the, I will tap the Sewer Gondor to gain two more resources. So I'll put them at Theodore at 3. Uh, I am going to, I'm going to hold out on Barivore. I want to put out Glowwine. I could put out Glowwine, so let's do that. Just have another blocker for two. Glowwine, one willpower, zero fighting, zero defense, but two wounds. All right, questing time. We have four. Am I going to pitch anything? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Faramir, too. I'm going to be at 6. Uh, normally, I would could attack, exhaust Faramir to choose a player and get plus 1 for for each willpower, but that's not going to help. He's the only one I'm going to send. So right now, it's going to be at 6 to 2. And I'm cool with that. Uh, here's the questing phase. Here's And here's the resolution. It's another Grace Force web, another location. But it's enough for the forest, get rid of the forest gate. 
because I got it six to four. Hooray! Forest gate will go away. I had one left. I can actually put one on the flies and spiders. Excellent. We're at the travel phase. All right, travel. Both of the great forest web. If I travel, I have to exhaust one hero. Which would really, really stink. But you know what, though? I'm going to hold out and not travel. All right, we're at the encounter phase. Uh, gonna have the bigger spider, King Spider, block the Iron Hill Dwarf, and Glowine will block the Forest Spider. Alrighty, so Forest Spider on Glowine. Right now, Glowine's gonna die. Let's see if there's any shadow effect there is not glow wine will bite it and then king spider on the uh, iron dwarf and the shadow effect for him is defending player must choose and discard one attachment he or she controls oh i do have to get rid of my steward of gondor that stinks I don't have the cancel the shadow effect, so Stuart Gondor is pitched. Uh, Alright. My turn to attack. Uh, after King Spider has completely destroyed that poor Iron Dwarf. I am gonna send both. And that would be four on King Spider with his one defense. So two for Theodred, two for Barivor. That's four with one defense on the King Spider. And it's enough to get rid of him. Ah, we're slowly getting rid of these spiders. All right, refresh time. And then I am at 32. All right, let's gain some resources. Eowyn's at four. Theodred's at four. Barivor's at two. I'm going to draw a card. Uh, it's another one to heal all the damage. So, right now, I'm at the planning phase. I don't really have anything to play. So, we'll just hold off there. And then, quest, I will push Eowyn out for four. Right now it's four to four. Uh, and I'll push out. Ugh. And I'll push out Faramir. It'll be a six to four. I'll flip over my card. Uh, it'll tie. And I got the du uh, Dolgador's Beastmaster. It's an orc. Forced when he attacks, it deals another dash uh, additional shadow card. So instead of one, he gets two. Uh, two threat, uh, three fighting, one defense, five wounds. He will come out and attack me uh, at 35, and, I, and I'm at 32. So no harm, no foul. Six to six. We just plot on. Uh, questing phase, I would like to get rid of one of those webs, but I can't do anything right now until I get rid of this last spider. So, 
let's do that. Uh, spider will block. Barivore. Uh, and attacking enemy gets plus one. Plus three if it is undefended, but I did defend it. So three to two, so I'm going to take a wound for Barivore. Then I'm going to fight back, so I will play for Gondor. I'm going to spend two. Until the end of the phase, all characters get plus one attack. All Gondor characters get plus one defense until the end of the phase. So three to one is enough to get rid of that last force spider. Good. Googly moogly. Took a while. But I got it done. Uh, refresh phase, so ready everything, and now I'm going to be at 33 for the threat. Anyone's at 5 resources, Theodore's at 3 now, Bearfor's at 3 with her 1 wound, and then Faramir's staying out with 1 wound as well. I will draw a card, and it is the Airborne Hammersmith. After I play the Airborne Hammersmith, I can return the topmost attachment in any player's discard player to his hand. Uh, to two casting, uh, two resource uh, for lore. Uh, he scored three wounds, one willpower, one fighting, one defense. But he can dig out a discard pile. But it's only the topmost uh, attachment, which would probably be the uh, yeah, Steward of Gondor. So that's one way of fishing it out. All right, planning phase. Uh, I am going to exhaust Barivor right now and draw my two cards because I think now is a good time for me to do that. So I'll draw two. I got a Northern Tracker. Ha oh, ha, I needed a Northern Tracker so bad. And I'll explain why. And then I got a stand and fight, so I got another way of fishing out another ally. All right, so Northern Tracker. I will play that now. Cost four, and it has to be from Spirit, which is all on Eowyn. Uh, one willpower, two fighting, two defense, three wounds. However, the response is after another tracker commits to a quest, place one progress token at each location in the staging area. That's where he shines. So, and I can get rid of those great forest webs, so I really, really need to do that. So, now it's just committing to the quest, too. So even if I fail the quest, I still get to add progress tokens on those locations. But not on the quest itself for flies and spiders. So, uh, Eowyn will go for four, five for the tracker, and then Faramir will use his ability. Yeah, we can only get plus one, so four, five, maybe actually be six, seven. So I'll just say, eh, Faramir, you can go ahead and quest two. And I'm going to have Theodred hanging out just in case a monster comes out. So I'm looking at four, five, six, seven, seven to six. I'd like to pitch a card. Yeah, I can pitch. Well, even before I even do that, I think I'll play the Hammersmith too. Let me do that before I even do anything more for the questing. I'll play that. And then two for the lore. And then I can dig out the Steward of Gondor and put it back to my hand. And then I can play the Steward of Gondor. And then use the Steward of Gondor for free. And then I'll keep the Hammersmith out. So right now I'm still looking at four, uh, four, six, seven. Yep, seven. Seven to six. And I will lose 
by one because the Martins of Mirkwood came out and it's a two thread. So yeah, we'll go at 34. All right, travel phase. I do have two great forest webs out there. Oh, but considering I quested, let's put the two uh, progresses on the great forest webs. I will use the mountains of, I will travel there. Reveal the top card of the encounter deck and add it to the staging area to travel there. Yeah. Yeah. How about I don't travel at all? Let's just do it that way. I am not traveling. So, combat. I don't have any combat to deal with. There are no spiders engaged with me. Hooray! And now I get to refresh everything. So, refresh, refresh, refresh. But I'm at 35 now on the burden. 35. All right. We're on our eighth turn. A1 will be at two now. Theodrin will be at four resources. Bearver will be at two with a wound. And then I get to draw another, another northern tracker. Oh, man, I can just sweep up. But I don't have enough to put out another one. All righty. So... Let's have the Northern Tracker go. Go Northern Tracker. Because I'm not going to be putting anything out. I mean, I could draw some cards. Let me draw two more cards for Berevor. Hey, I drew a Gandalf. About time. And then Dwarven Tomb. Let's do that. I am going to spend five. Well... Let's tap the steward of Gondor and put him at six resources and then just have him all and outright just play Gandalf. Now Gandalf's pretty sweet. Cost five. Four wounds, four defense, four fighting, four willpower. And at the end of the round I have to discard him from play. But response is after he enters the play I can draw three cards, deal four damage to one enemy in play, or reduce your threat by five. I am going to deal four damage to an enemy in play and it's going to be that Beastmaster. So... That way, it's not going to be so ridiculous. So, let's do that. I can also commit to him, too, for a quest if I wanted to. But, um, let's just have the Northern Tracker go. So, I'm going to quest now. And then, Aowen will go as well. And, Faramir will go as well. Well... Hammer should just use the ability because I'll send the Hammersmith as well. So Hammersmith will go. And then after I commit the Northern Tracker, I get to put progress on each location in the staging area. And that will get rid of the two great force webs, which will reduce it a lot. And I put one on the mountain of Mirkwood. So right now I'm at kind of four. So four, five with the Hammersmith. Uh, six for the Northern Tracker, and I did commit three, so I'll use Faramir's ability and make that nine. Nine to four. And I'm going to draw my encounter card. It happens to be the Uligant Spawn. Ray, It's the big nasty spider when revealed. Each character currently committed to the quest gets minus one till the end of the phase. Oh, double yay. So it was at nine, which goes down to six, and I lose by one. <laughs> so gained a threat. And here comes the spawn. Hooray. I'm glad I didn't tap attack with a Gandalf. 
So, travel phase. Uh, I am not going to travel with the mountains of Mirkwood. However, I got two enemies breathing on me. It's going to be the Beastmaster and the Spawn. The Beastmaster, well, I'm going to have Gandalf block the Spawn. That's a given. That's a given. And then, I'm going to have... I'm going to have Theodred block the... Uh, uh, I hate doing that. You know what, though? I'm going to have him block the Hammersmith. Take that. Even though he's going to get two Shadow cards, I'd rather have it that way. There we go. Two for you. So let's do Gandalf first. Right now, I'm five to four. It would do a wound to Gandalf. Uh, no Shadow. So Gandalf's going to take a wound. Uh, Hammersmith, right now, three to one. He's going to take two. Well, actually, it negates that armor because I already exhausted him for that. So it's the full amount plus whatever the shadow cards he's going to get. So three. Defending player must choose and exhaust one character he controls. Two characters instead of this attack is undefended. Yep, sure is. I'm going to tap my only other hero, and that was Theodred. I don't think I can stop that either. Uh, no, because I don't have the one that cancels shadow. And then the second one is plus one attack, plus three if it's undefended. So that's an extra dead Hammersmith. So goodbye, Hammersmith. That's not how I wanted it to work out. Alright. I'm going to uh, untap everything. Ready him. And Gandalf's going to go away. Bye, Gandalf. I'll be at 37 on the burden. Turn number nine. Bearvor gets one. Theodore gets one. A bear at two. The other one's at three now. Drop the card. Drew another northern tracker. I'm going to exhaust the steward of Gondor and Theodred. Gain two. We have four. Uh. Man, I'm going to have some problems with those, those two ugly spiders. Oh, you know, I could have played the minus one for that one revealed on the spawn, and I didn't do it. Ugh. All right. You know, I am going to spend two off of Theodred. I still got the other Steward of Gondor. I can attach to any other hero. However, I have to get rid of the old Steward of Gondor to play the new Steward of Gondor. And then spend that Steward of Gondor on Eowyn and give her two. We have five. Then I am going to play... Stand and fight. Choose an ally with the printed cost of X, which will be five, because Gandalf's in the discard pile. I'll put Gandalf out. And when he comes into play, it'll do four points of damage, and I'm going to do that to the spawn. So I have Gandalf out now. Uh, 
start committing. So Tracker will go and Aowen will go. So five, I get to put a travel token on the mountains of Mirkwood. So I'm at five to two. Uh, when revealed, deal one damage to each exhausted player. There was an eye in the dark tower that did not sleep. He knew that it had become aware of his gaze. A fierce, eager will was there. Fellowship of the Ring. It was the necromancer's reach. And I would love to say no, but yeah, you're one damage to each exhausted player. So one damage on the tracker, one damage on Eowyn. Because... I did have an answer, but I used all five on Aowen to bring out Gandalf. But I get to put three progress tokens on Flies and Spiders. I'm halfway there. Now I got to do, start doing some blocking. All right, Faramir. You're going to block the Beastmaster. And then Gandalf will block the Spawn again. So Spawn will get, go first on Gandalf. Down one. It is the forest gate. Nothing happens there. So Gandalf will take one. Beastmaster right now. Three to two. So Faramir could take one. First one is... Oh, yeah, he's going to go. Shadow. Uh, attacking enemy gets one. Plus three instead. So there's two. So right now Faramir is going to fight the big one. And he still gets another shadow. I ran out of cards in my uh, encounter deck. You know what happens there? You shuffle that deck, and you make uh, the discard, and you make a new deck, and you keep going. Uh, Chanted Stream. So, Faramir is eating it. I get to attack back. And I'm going to have Deodred attack the Beastmaster to get rid of him once and for all. Two to his one defense. He already had four wounds on him. Take care of the Beastmaster. And then I'm going to use Bear of Roy to draw two cards as an action. Steward of Gondor, Hasty Stroke. And I can cancel a, sh a shadow. And then I will untap and ready everything. And Gandalf goes away again. And then I'll be at 38 on the burden. All right, turn 10. Eowyn gets a resource. Theoret goes to 3, and Bear Bear goes to 4. Uh, and I draw a card. Uh, it's a Snowborn Scout. Sweet. I'm going to play him right now. So Theoret will spend the 1. It costs 1 to put out. He's a Scout. Rohan. Uh, 1 defense, 1 fighting. But the most important thing is after the Snowborn Scout enters the play, I can choose a location progress token and put a progress token on it which will get rid of the mountains of Markwood which will clear the encounter lane so I still got the spawn out there and I really want to keep the spawn out so I'm going to have to keep continuing giving him chump blockers so let's spend two for the steward of Gondor on Eowyn put him at three resources I do have my one chump blocker Uh... 
All right, so let's quest. I'll be at four. Four with Aowen, and then I'll spend the Steward of Gondor to make it five, just to be safe. Five, and a four spider. We'll make it three. So almost there for the flies and spiders to get rid of the first one. However, the spiders are going to come on down and say hi to me. So, yep, here they come. So spiders will come down. This is going to get plus one attack. So spawn is going to get blocked by the big scout. Or the, the not really a big scout, a lowly scout. And a forest spider will block... Barivore, because she can kind of take it. Yeah. All right, so spawn versus a scout. Five, it says one defense. There's nothing there for the shadow. It's a dead scout. And then Barivore with two defense, two fighting, well, three fighting. So could potentially take a wound. Nope, it's just one wound. Nothing more than that. So Barivore's at two. All right, I could do four points of damage. Uh, it's not enough to kill the forest spider. Unless I have a card that can do something otherwise, which I don't. I don't. Um, so four points. I'm going to put it in. Uh, I should put it in spawn so, so I can easily pick them off. So four to his two, and there's another two on him. So he'll be at six. All right, refresh time. We at thirty nine shroud. Is it shroud? Yeah, it's threat. Call it that. All right, turn eleven. Ewan's now at four. Deirdre's at three. Barivore's at a six. She's got two wounds on her. I think in the planning phase, I think I'm going to spend two to heal all damage from a character. Because I... She's pretty good at blocking, so I'm going to do that. Put her down to uh, three resources. I'll use the Steward of Gondor on Eowyn. Give her two. Then I am going to play Dwarven Tomb to resurrect a spirit card from my discard pile and put it to my hand. I think it's going to be stand and fight, quite honestly. Only because I can get Gandalf out again. Yep. So bring out the stand and fight. Put it back in my hand. Then play stand and fight. So Eowyn will be wiped out of resources. You know, the reason why I'm doing that, so I can play Gandalf and uh, obliterate the spider. For a spider, will take four and go away. And most importantly, I have a blocker. All right, it is, well, more a little more planning. I'm going to have Bear of War. Now that I have a blocker, I'm going to have Bear of War draw me two cards. I'm going to do a four snare. Oh. Tessa will, and then I'll play the Forest Near on the 
spawn and it is a three cost item it's a trap the attached enemy cannot attack it will just sit there and just say howdy and that is going to be a lock there for this scenario all right aon will go with four right now it would be four to zero because i got nothing in the gate in the encounter lane it's four to one with the old forest road so i don't get to like carry over However, I get to remove the flies and spiders and see what I get to do now. 2A, a fork in the road. As you move through Mirkwood, hounded by spiders, the forest path forks before you. Unsure what lies ahead, but spurred by the urgency of your message, you choose a path and proceed. When you defeat this stage, proceed to one of the two chosen path stages at random. There's two of them for the final act. But I'll have to wait until next turn, because I need to put two progress on it. So we'll just plot that along. I'm at a travel phase. I am going to travel the old forest road, and then I'll use Bear of War and Untapper and ready. And then there's nothing going on for combat, so during that phase, I will use the action to draw two more cards for Bear of War. I drew a Miner of the Iron Hills and Unexpected Courage. Man, I needed that card a while ago. And that is going to do it for me. Gandalf will go away yet again. I will untap everything. I will go at 40. We're at turn 12. Eowyn is now at one for resources. The already has four. Barivor has one. And I still have a wound on the tracker and a wound on Eowyn. And I got an ensnared Ungoliant um, spawn, which is awesome. So let's tap the two for the Steward of Gondor. Oh, well, I got to draw a card first. Let me do that first. I got another Snowburn Scout. I'll tap two. Or tap the Steward of Gondor to gain two resources. So Eowyn will be at three. And I am going to spend two, and I'll attach Unexpected Courage to Barivore, because I like drawing cards. Drawing cards is good. And I'm going to play the Snowburn Scout for one off of Theodred, and then I can put a Progress Token, and I'll put it on the Old Forest Road. Then I am going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be good with that. So let's do some progress here. I'm going to be at four with Aowen. Uh, I'll send the tracker over as well for five. Before I do that, though, before I even do that, Barivore. Draw me two cards. I need some cards. Two guard of the Citadels. So I'll untap the Unexpected Courage and ready her. And I'll have her hold out for a second. So I'll be at, again, five to whatever's being thrown at the fork in the road. Uh, three. It's a Goblin Orc. East Blight Patrol. Three threat, three fighting, one defense, two, uh, two wounds. So I had five. I could throw away a card. Uh, 
what card? That's the question. I don't want to throw any cards, but I should, because I'm running out of time. Uh, goof. So right now I'm at five, the three is two. Well, it's still going to be around, so I can get rid of the old forest road. I don't get to put anything on the fork in the road, though. However, East Blight Patrol is going to come down and engage. And I'm going to have it engage the Snowburn Scout. Put a shadow card on it. Uh, right now it's at 3-0. Uh, no shroud or no uh, shadows on that, so but it's still dead scout. And then I'm gonna have Theodred and Barivor tag team up for four points to his one defense. Will be more than enough to get rid of his two wounds. We'll take care of him. I'm gonna untap everything and go to 41 burden. I am nine turn at least nine turns out from losing this game. Aowen gets two resources. Theodred's at four. Bearvor's at two. Draw a card. Draw another unexpected courage. Alright. I'll spend the two of the steward of Gondor to gain another two, and I'll spend all four to bring out another northern tracker. It's a good blocker, too. And then I'll spend two off of Bearvor to. Probably the Miner of the Iron Hills. Yeah, I'm good with that. Alright, four for Bear... Well, I'm going to have Bear of War. Draw me two more cards. Uh, sneak Attack and Stand and Fight. Ooh. And then... Uh, tap the Unexpected Courage to Readier. Now send Eowyn over for four. And two trackers for six. That should be more than enough, really. Yep, Necromancer's Pass at three. That's enough to advance the fork in the road. Now I get to choose one of the two paths. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right, I chose one. And it is. A trail winds into one of the darkest, most tangled parts of the forest. You sense that a foul, dark presence is haunting you. Not haunting, but hunting you. It could haunt you, too. And then... You move quickly in an attempt to avoid its evil. All right, this is one where I got to, like, really advance. So I got to put 10 progress tokens on this thing. Uh, and I cannot defeat the stage while the spawn is in play. If the players defeat the stage, if the, the players defeat the stage, they have won the game. All right, so we're at the travel phase. So I travel to the Necromancer's Pass. Because three of the threat is pretty bad. I had to discard two cards that ran from my hand because of it. And it's one. Test of Will is gone. And a Northern Tracker is gone. Uh, combat phase. I can start beating up on the spawn now. So right now I'd be sitting at five damage to two. And it'll be enough to take care of the spawn. Which I will do so. Spawn will go away, because now I know what my objective is. That's it. Refresh. Let's get everything ready. And I'll be at 42. Anyone's at one resource. The average is at five. Bear Wars at one. I will draw. I drew 
Glamogram's Greeting, which is a three-cost event. And it can reduce one player's threat by six or reduce each player's threat by two. So it's spirit. All right. Now it's all about just pumping out and getting getting the action done here. So I'm going to spend both. I'm going to send out both guards of the Citadel out. It'll be a four. And they are one willpower, one fighting, zero defense, two wounds. And then uh, tap the steward of Gondor, gain two more resources for Eowyn. Eowyn will play Unexpected Courage on Theodred. Just in case. So I'm going to have Eowyn go for four. Six for Barivor. I'm going to have her go too. So six, seven, two trackers. That's eight, nine, ten. Uh, yep, ten. That's almost there. So got ten. Flip over for the quest. It is a forest spider, and I'll make it eight. I paid two for the pass, and now there is six for Bjorn's path. So four, five, six, and four away from completing the quest. However, you got a four spider that's coming to come down. He's going to get blocked by the four spider. Uh, right now, I'm looking at two plus the one, considering he just came out. Three. Three to one would be enough to get rid of him. Defending player must choose and exhaust one character he or she controls. Well, that won't be hard. It'll be Theodred. So the King Spider for the Shadow. We've got a dead dwarf. However, I will use Unexpected Courage for both Theodred and Barivor to tap and ready. And then put four points. Not enough to get rid of the spider, though. So it'll be at three. I'll untap everything. And I'll go to 43. Turn 15. Eowyn be at two. Theater would be at two. Barivore would be at two. I got a four spider. I got two citadels out, two trackers out. Draw. Got a snowburn scout. I'm just gonna send the whole posse. Here it comes. Four, five, seven, two trackers. We'll make it nine, ten, eleven. Flip, and it is Dulgor's orcs. When revealed, first player chooses one character community committed a quest, deal two damage to that character. I don't want to do any of that. So much so that I am just going to cancel a one reveal. Do I have one of those? Yep, I sure do. Cancel that with the other one. I have put the 10 on there, and I have won the game. Hooray! Yeah! For a beginner intro. So there is a scoring method on here. It kind of gauges you on how well you do it. The lower the number, the better. 
So to determine the initial score, I add the following. Uh, the final threat for each player. All right, I got 43. Uh, threat cost for each destroyed hero. There isn't one, so that's a good thing. The number of damage on each surviving hero. There's only one on Eowyn, so 44. And then add a round penalty. You had 10 for each completed round of the game. So 14 rounds. I didn't complete the 15. So right now I'm at 184. Then I can subtract victory points, which there are none. So in using the scoring system, a lower score is desirable. Scoring is a useful tool for evaluating the effectiveness of a deck or a party over time to compare different decks that have completed the same scenario. Well, let me tell you, not a lot of people do that. They just if you beat the if you win and you beat it, hooray! I mean that's what that's what you want to do. I I, I, I could see it if you want to do a speed run or something like that, uh, but you, really when you're playing this game, you saw where I was getting bogged down on enemies left and right. I mean, and then just dealing with it because I didn't have the resources to deal with it, or the allies at the very beginning. And then finally, I got the engine that was started going. So. Um, and I'm playing on easy mode, so you got to put that factor in there too as well. I mean, doing easy, you know, that that extra resource for two apiece at the opening round is critical. It's so critical for easy. But you know what though? I like playing easy mode. Easy mode's great, especially when playing with my kids, um, because it, it it can be winnable. Um, and there there are some harsh ones, and I'm kind of I kind of glad that they actually did that variant. Uh, it, it does make it a lot easier on my, on, on my boys when they play this. So uh, I'm glad you guys listened to this one. Uh, it is a change of pace, but, you know, um, if you did notice, there is a lot of stuff here that, that, that kind of mirrors with Arkham Horror, the card game, that was taken out of it. So um, with the engagements and stuff like that. But uh, I, I do see a little bit, too, where, like, Star Wars, the card game, where you have pods... Uh, the building your decks, just for this one here, for the encounter decks, they have like their own pods. Like you get out these three pods uh, for your encounters, and then you put them all together and you make that deck. That that I like too as well. It's easy. So and I actually I'm recording this while I'm on the road for work, and it's e- honestly this is the other thing too. It's so much easier to carry this game. Whereas the other one, I have like a little box of counters. Um, and then the cards, I can just put them in deck boxes, and then I throw them in the suitcase, and there you go. I don't even have to really deck build. I just had that one deck that I'm working on right now that um, this is just all the key cards that came out of the core set, nothing else. I mean, um, granted, I have three core sets, but um, but it's just all the core sets. So as it unfolds, I think what my grand scheme of things is is I want to perhaps maybe change this deck over time to see how, how well I can do um, with the new cards that comes out. So um, I'll, like, spoil, like, eventually new player cards that, that comes out with the packs and see if it's a good fit for my deck or not, and then I might swap out a couple cards. So, um, but uh, I, I'll do this because I, I think uh, it really needs to give the love and support it does. Um, it, it's a really fun game, and if, without this game, we wouldn't have Arkham Horror or you know to an extent too um star wars or or even with netrunner with some of that too with uh with with that to that regard just with lcg in general i mean it's 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 one of those long-standing runners and i know people are going to bring up call of cthulhu uh ccg and that was his own separate beast but that too is also a fun game under a competitive nature so uh yeah uh i really dig it 
uh, and you're going to see a little bit more of that. You don't have to download it. So I'm just going to name it in the podcast, you know, Throwback Thursday. So I'm just going to revisit some older games, and I'll continue with uh, Lord of the Rings on some of the stuff that I do have, and I'll just make an adventure out of it. You know, win or lose, we'll see how it goes. All right. So until next time, uh, you can get a hold of me at arkhamskids at gmail.com. Till then, gang, I will chat with you later. Bye.